Diana Dorville, The Podcast. Hi everyone, um, my name is Marine Moati and here is my interview for Diana Dorville. Bonjour and welcome to the Diana Dorville Podcast. This is Audrey speaking and I'm the founder and creative director of Diana Dorville, a sustainable luxury brand proudly made in Paris and on the French Riviera. I'm very excited to bring you behind the scenes and into the exceptional lives of inspiring men and women. Today, I'm very happy to welcome wonderful Marie Moati on board. She's at the head of Marie Moati Co., a London-based consultancy firm providing global communications, development strategy and investor advisory specialized in luxury, art and lifestyle. Marie's solar energy, success and beauty inside and out are a real inspiration to me. I hope her story will inspire you as well. Bonne écoute. Bonjour Marie, can you briefly walk us through your story? I always wanted to be a ballerina and when I grew too tall, um, I decided to study literature. So I'm both very visual, artistic and um, I love words, the power of words. Um, I had the chance to work for many beautiful luxury houses like Hermès, um, like Van Cleef and Arpels in Paris where I was the Global Communications Director for about five years. And um, after that, I handled the communications for many beautiful brands. So I guess the field director, the thread, the common thread is beauty, um, art. And um, I love working for brands that I, I'm inspired by. How do you stay on top of your game? My spiritual practice is actually putting music on um, and Depending on my mood, um, I have different playlists and um, I either dance, like you think it's crazy, but I, I actually dance on my own um, and I love it. And that gives me power, um, self-love um, and um, I feel so much better for it and can go on for one hour. I can even sweat with it, um, but it gives me real joy. What is your vision on the future of fashion and luxury post-Covid? COVID definitely changed our lives, um, not just fashion, but all our lives. Um, I've never been an Instagram fan. Um, I had this hate and love relationship with social medias. And I think right now everything is swift switching to social medias. Um, so I, I advise lots of brands on social medias. And, and um, I remember when I first started um, at Hermès, I had very younger people around me and they sort of pushed me Uh, to have my own page, which I never wanted to do. Um, and I now find that everybody is more and more online, shopping online as well. Retail, they say, is dead, although Amazon is opening a brick and mortar shop. So it's definitely not dead, um, but we have to rethink and um, be smart and um, see how we can associate ourselves with brands without feeling branded. Um, so um, COVID is definitely a, a huge major influence in, in the way I see things. I'm, everybody has become a model in the past 12 months, um, which is a bit funny. And um, everybody is a photographer. Um, so I, I just enjoy and, and the people I follow on Instagram or the brands I follow are um, people who manage humor, uh, make me laugh or who teach me things, but in a very nice and soft way. So I think learning, um, I'm learning Italian, um, that has nothing to do with the way fashion goes, but I think all the brands in fashion um, are going to have to shift um, 
either retail wise or um, in terms of message through um, social media. So as you know, we're a sustainable luxury brand since inception. What is your definition of sustainability? Does it influence your choices, whether you purchase a luxury fashion item, home cleaning products, food? Sustainability is definitely something I value, um, even more now than 12 months ago. Um, although I've always been against um, you know, high fashion, high street fashion and, and throwing disposable fashion, I have bags you know, like Hermes bags that I've had for 25 years. Um, so what I love in Diana Dorville, for example, is, is the fact that she, her silk, uh, I can really envision myself wearing them in 20 years from now. Um, I, I can see myself growing into it, loving it more. Um, you know, silk, natural fabrics. Um, again, I don't want to talk to about Hermes all the time, but they just um, are coming up with a new type of leather. Uh, a mushroom leather um, it was announced yesterday, which is completely um, amazing. I think it's it's the way that fashion brands are going to go now into more sustainability, into things that people are going to keep. We've been stuck with our closet for 12 months. So I've been digging and looking at things, decluttering, giving, and actually rewearing things that, you know, from the 80s, the things that I loved and that I never threw. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a keeper. I'm keeping everything. So... <laughs> First three words when you think of Diana Dorville. So the three words when I think about Diana Dorville is soft, silk, luxury, and a keeper. What did you dream of as a little girl and what would you tell her today? I actually learned five languages. Um, I learned Russian um, as my first um, language because I wanted to be a ballerina. Um, I learned Japanese because my first love was with an American man who lived in Japan um, and I can speak both languages quite well. I'm learning Italian, as I said, during my COVID time <laughs> and I think I speak English okay and my French is impeccable. Um, so I always wanted to be a spy, but nobody ever called me. <laughs> um, and if I was to see my little girl who I was um, when I was young, what would I tell her? You know, believe in your dream, do whatever you want and, and be happy and keep on dancing, which is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what does a typical day in your life look like? So pre-COVID, I used to, and I remember that, I had many months to remember my life before, and I, as all of you did probably. Um, but in February, I went to Kshat to see my family, to ski as well. I went to the Louvre in Abu Dhabi for a dinner I organized for an amazing jeweler called Cindy Chow. I absolutely adore what she does. Um, then I went to Maastricht for the Tefa Fair. Um, we did so many things and our lives were so packed with travels. And so I, I guess I miss that. But what I do now, I try to be very disciplined. Um, I wake up very early. I'm an early bird. I only sleep five hours per night, which is, I know, not very healthy, but that's the way my body is. Um, I guess I burn a lot and I, I need to be up. Um, I start with dancing um, and then um, I do my Italian because I think it's in, important to learn and to learn new skills and linguistic uh, gymnastics and, and making your brain work is very important. I try to socialize by Zoom 
Um, and um, as I work with Asians, my Zoom calls are usually in the morning. So I start at nine o'clock with, with my clients. Um, and, and I set that up so that, you know, my, my day is, is worked and um, I love wearing like jumpsuits, play suits, you know, Diana Dorville has um, those very beautiful pajamas that you can wear inside. Um, and, and I love that because I can also go out for a walk um, with my friends when I want to be fancy and cool and have a coffee outside. Um, but so that's, that's my life. I think it's, it's very important to keep a diary and, and um, write down what you're gonna do. So the importance of words and, and the way you write structures your days and your weeks, because right now it's very strange to have a fluctuation. And, and I think it's also very important to make a difference between your weekdays and your weekends. Um, so my weekends are very different um, um, than my weeks in the sense that I have no Zoom calls in the morning, um, but I keep practice of my Italian. I think it's, it's very, very important. Again, I reiterate um, either to read a book every day, not a whole book, but um, to read something, um, to feed yourself, to feed your mind. Um, I, I'm sadly not a, a great cook. I'm a pastry chef. I'm, I have a passion for desserts. Um, so at night, I usually cook. When my two sons were with me, um, I loved cooking, although they will say that I'm, I'm a poor chef. Um, but yeah, so keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> so favorite question, you host a dinner. Who do you invite? What do you cook? And what do you wear? So in my dream dinner, I think I'd invite um, maybe maybe um, Sergei Polunin, um, who you might remember is the bad boy of the Royal Opera House. Um, I would invite Mikhail Baryshnikov because to me he's the most inspiring dancer I've ever seen dancing live. Um, Nijinsky, if, if he could resuscitate, and uh, maybe Andrea Risto, who's a, a young Italian dancer who now uh, dances at uh, La Scala and um, did this amazing, um, amazing campaign for Bottega Veneta that just came out. And I think he's so attractive. Like you, you can see a dancer body, and and you can, you know, it's inspiring. And I think Bottega Veneta is very much. Um, supporting the arts and the ballet. Um, what would I cook? As I said, I'm a, the worst cook ever, so I'd probably use um, Deliveroo um, or supper. Um, I would use um, Meraki, which is a Greek restaurant I adore, um, and I have Deliveroo or supper from them. Um, and I, or I'd, I'd bake some crepe because I'm sure they've never eaten crepe and I, I make the best crepe ever. And despite that, um, I would wear Jardin Suspendu de Diana Dorville because I think it's like very inspiring. It's like fluid. Uh, I love the Palazzo pants. I think it's you can you can you know receive via hostess. Um, I like that idea of, of receiving a hostess um, to a new outfit. Um, I find it very seducing because it's both you know good outside but for inside as well and you cannot be too overdressed when you have guests because otherwise they feel very uncomfortable i've been taught that um you should always underdress compared to your guests they you should let them shine um although i'm sure i would shine with this but let's oh i'm pretty sure you would <laughs> any book music and film de prédilection so if I were to choose one book, um, it'd definitely be The Great Gatsby uh, by Fitzgerald. I know it sounds like super cliche, but for me it's not. I actually 
wrote my thesis at Columbia University um, about it. So I love The Great Gatsby. I love Nick Carraway. I just read in the in the Financial Times last weekend actually that there is a sequence. Um, somebody wrote Nick Carraway's pre-Great Gatsby life, and I'm dying to read it. Although. I think I'll be very offended to read it because I think it's uh, sacrilegious to write anything about uh, Francis Scott Fitzgerald without his consenting. Um, I didn't. I did like the the movie actually too. Um, as a movie, I would choose the Thomas Crown Affair. If you haven't watched it, I urge you to watch the nineteen sixty eight version uh, with Steve McQueen and Fiden Away. The chess. The chess scene is the most erotic scene I've ever seen in my life. They're just playing chess. And it gives me chills every time I watch it. I, I find it incredibly sexy. So watch it. And then the third thing was music. Oh, right now, the music I listen to is Your Train. Um, he's, a, he's a young black musician. I think he lives in Los Angeles and, and I have him en boucle on my Spotify. Um, I don't know much about him, but all his music is really like uplifting and and um, and good vibes and 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 I love listening to him. So you're trained. <laughs> Love's like a bullet, I can feel it in my chest It hurts every time I'm reminiscing the past Partying to make new memories and fake friends Smoking to forget I lost the only real thing Love's like a bullet, I got hit right in the chest And it hurts so bad, I'm trying to let it go I spend the night out in the... So now do you have any safe heaven or dream destination you want to bring us to dream of? Dream destination. I love, love, love traveling. Um, and, and I like to travel to many, many places. So the good thing about not having a country house, although right now I die to have one, <laughs> um, is to go to different places and, and try new hotels and, and try new places. And um, I actually advise the Hotel Cost, which is going to open on Sloan Square uh, very, very soon. Um, so I think um, I'd love to go to a place where I've never ever been. Um, not many places I've, I've never been, but I've never been to Australia, for example. I have lots of Australian fans and this time made me crave to go to New Zealand. I love um, the president um, and to Australia. So I'd, I'd, I'd take a flight to Australia, although it's like 22 hours. Um, I'm definitely going to Australia and discover there and stay there for three weeks and, and go around Australia, a whole continent. Merci Marie, it was an honor to have you here. No, I wanted to thank you for watching me and again, I don't consider myself an influencer. I love humor and if I made you smile or if I taught you anything today or um, you know, made it a sunnier day, um, makes me very happy. Thank you for listening and on to the next episode. You can find all our projects, news and exclusive collections on dianadorville.com and Instagram at dianadorville. From your morning espresso to the red carpet. À bientôt! Thank you for listening and on to the next episode. You can find all our projects, news and exclusive collections on dianadorville.com and Instagram at dianadorville. 
From your morning espresso to the red carpet. À bientôt